Here in Florida, we have something special we never enjoyed at Disneyland, the blessing of signs. There's enough land here to hold all the ideas and plans we could possibly imagine. Right now, our plans include an airport of the future down here in Osceola County, an entrance complex where all visitors will enter Disney World, an industrial park area covering about 1,000 acres, and of course, the theme park area way up here. And all these varied activities around the Disney World will be tied together by a high-speed rapid transit system running almost the full length of the property. But the most exciting, the far the most important part of our Florida project, in fact, the heart of everything we'll be doing in Disney World will be our experimental prototype city of tomorrow. We call it EPCOT, spelled E-P-C-O-T, Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave! It's the Main Street Let's Go Podcast. We are back after a weekend at Disney World, a whirlwind weekend at Disney World. It was one of those yes. trips that was just all over the place. And the joke kind of was amongst my, our, ourselves and mm-hmm. other travel agents on the trip, which, by the way, wasn't even a travel agent trip itself. It's just we all happened no, to be going down right, at the same time. Exactly. 40th. There was this guy named yeah. Ian last week that was that was blowing a lot of wind through the area that oh, kind of messed God. everything up. Um and so it was a whirlwind weekend that I feel as if we did everything that we tell our clients to not do. Like we give our, <laughs> our guests a park strategy, make sure you do these things. Here to, here's how to maximize your time. And we get to Epcot and we're like, let's go over here. Let's go over there. Let's rack our carrier. Let's backtrack there. And my poor dear wife, Stephanie, was like, why are we walking back over here again? I'm like, let's just, just keep going. We got to follow. Let's <laughs> follow the cool kids. Let's just go. I don't know. And so, I mean, that's what we're doing. Back and forth all over the place. Ping, 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 ping. And it was just, it was, it was insane. And like, you look it's... back on the day and go, did we get anything accomplished? I don't really know that we did. I mean, and yet, I wouldn't change a thing. It was a great trip. So, no, it was. It was. It was really a great trip. I so, mean, Jen, how did you Disney this week? Um, I mean, I Disneyed by being in Disney. You were there. Yes, you were. You were there. Now, where did you stay? Tell us where you where you stayed. So, uh, well, of course, um, Ian had something to do with it. We ended up switching resorts. Uh, well, we had the first two nights at Bay Lake, right Tower, and then the last night was at Riviera Resort. So, of course, I was supposed to be down a little bit longer right so well just to refresh for the for the listener last wednesday's when we recorded and you were you ended the show by saying basically i have to get ready to go catch a flight in a couple of hours but you got to the airport and so i got i've been following we have we have a lot of different conversations that were happening and people were sort of like messaging our group Mm -hmm. you know saying 
oh my gosh, my, or people, basically the people who are traveling down, we were all staying in communication. Oh my gosh, I just got this email that like check-ins for such and such a date aren't, you know, that we can't check you in basically. And it was for check-ins on Thursday, which was the day that we knew everything was going to be done. You had to Mm -hmm. check in by noon on Wednesday, basically. So at that point, we had had an offsite location booked, plans to go onsite and then figured, well, maybe we could, like, I'm sure they're, I mean, they're not going to like leave us out Uh in the, like, whatever, but not knowing and having that uncertainty, it was like, do we even go to, my bag was literally, literally was up on like getting ready to check my bag. That's where I was. We were at the airport. We'd been dropped off. Uh, My parents dropped us off at the airport. I was like, come get us. Cause we just didn't know. Uh-huh. So we, and we, our flight had already been canceled. So we had rebooked a new flight. So it was within 24 hours, canceled that flight. Um, Cause it was a different airline going down. And then we're like, we'll just figure something out. And then eventually we were able to get down on Friday. There was a little bit of a, okay, is it going to, cause the Orlando international airport closed yep, at 10 30 AM on Wednesday. On Wednesday. And then, Ended up reopening at noon on. But we weren't sure until probably Thursday night until they they were going to open on on Friday morning. Correct. Thursday evening. Yeah, there was a meeting that we heard about online. And finally, they announced it that it would open on 1030 Mm -hmm. on Friday morning. But we Mm -hmm. had seen pictures at some point in time. And this was MCO, Orlando Mm -hmm. National Airport, that had said Mm -hmm. this, that every road leading to the airport was underwater. Every yeah. road you the, could not on and get off to ramps and things exactly yes had exactly yes. so we're like correct we're crossing our fingers for 10 30 on friday morning yep. um but knowing they could back that up to 12 they could say three and i was gonna fly in mm-hmm. of course if you listen to last week you know we our plans mm-hmm. were all over the place and our our final plan was to fly in uh yeah. friday evening get there around you know four o'clock four thirty something mm-hmm. like that effect um and had that flight got canceled we would have been done for the weekend we're not and and there know, were people we, like listen if this one doesn't work it yeah. doesn't work it was yeah. crazy. So, it's, you know, it's crazy it's that hard. you were planning on flying down that you couldn't get there. We had an agent, <laughs> uh, Meredith, who uh, went down there Tuesday yes. and she rode the storm out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and another agent who rode the storm out in the Grand Estino Towers yep. said that Disney did a phenomenal job taking care of them. We saw pictures, um, not just from her, but also from other mm-hmm. places, characters in the resorts. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Joy watching TV from inside out watching TV with the mm-hmm. kids. There was Goofy and Chip and Dale running around Grand Floridian uh, doing crafts yeah. with the kids, um, leading dance parties and stuff like that. I mean, just cool mm-hmm. thing. All-Stars had had characters. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just a deluxe oh, yeah. thing. All-Stars no, had they... characters. So it was just so yeah. cool to see that. Um, and there did come a time though when they asked guests to be in their room. Yep. Just basically at this yeah. time, because that that's when the worst mm-hmm. of it was actually getting to Orlando. Right. Remember, it started on the coast. So right. it does Yeah, it was one of the more powerful storms to hit the coast. Yes. Um, you know, just in terms of rain, storm storm surge and stuff. And let's just say bad. this too. I just want to make sure that people mm-hmm. understand this too. We've seen the pictures. The Fort Myers, Florida it's is just devastating. We get it. There's, there's live loss. There's homes mm-hmm. lost. Things like that. We yeah. get it. And we're talking about missing flights and trying to get to Disney. We understand that, just, that our yes. problems are nothing. Nothing. nothing Absolutely nothing. That. Uh, we just right. like telling you the calamity because we're travel agents. And this is what we do. We travel. And sometimes <laughs> nothing goes perfect. And this is the case, right. too. So that we were just Where nothing went, goes perfect. Yeah. So we're focusing on th- yeah. this aspect, exactly. not the catastrophic. Exactly. I mean, it was a catastrophic storm. Well, it really Straight was. Up. It, it really was, was. It was huge. It was huge. Well, and it was so weird because not only we're affecting our mm-hmm. own travel, but I had clients down there and I had clients oh, yeah. planning on going there. There was a saga mm-hmm. that was a four day saga while on vacation. I'm talking to Disney, mm-hmm. trying to get things moved around. I had another agent step in, step in props to you, Susan. If you're listening, you were the rock mm-hmm. star who made it happen. Um, working with Disney to move a client who was going to Fort Wilderness cabins. Now she's not Which, because are they closed? 
probably through the week, through this coming weekend. Uh, through this coming weekend, guess. I think. Yep. Uh, talked to a mm-hmm. cast member on Monday morning, and she just said that's her home resort is the campgrounds. And mm-hmm. she said that she's due to be back to work on Saturday. At the, at the campgrounds good. that can change so if you're listening on thursday and you're like hey we got a trip <laughs> to the campgrounds we're in good shape that, that follow talk to your travel agent or talk to somebody yeah. that could change yeah. to confirm but uh but yeah so yeah. hopefully we'll be open this weekend um, exactly there's the difference too and and i think jen you'll appreciate this there's the difference in the way disney world is built versus other parks mm-hmm. disney world was built with expert craftsmanship Walt Disney had a vision, brought Joe Fowler in. He mm-hmm. did the, the waterworks and the waterways and things like that. They built it on top of the swamp, not in the swamp, but on top. So there's drain off mm-hmm. and there's runoff and everything. There's It's equipped to handle mm-hmm. the water right. down the street. Universal built on a big patch of land with probably none of that. I'm not saying they didn't know how to build it, but I'm saying. No, they but there's just maybe not. A, to build what they built. Exactly. It did not um, as many systems in place exactly. with the drainage because right. Disney really did not end up with at least from what we can see. I mean, there's standing water yeah. in certain places, yeah. of course, but. Right. But they recover pretty quickly. Hulk, the Hulk coaster mm-hmm. where it goes under the ground was underwater there. The Jurassic Park mm-hmm. ride is pretty heavily damaged. There's a big hole in the side. We saw the It's open for, it's open it's though. Open. I think they yeah. have it covered up or, you know. Um, and then of course, Legoland got some damage. And I believe somebody told me that Pe- the Peppa Pig Park that's there, that was built literally on a parking lot, an extra parking lot there by Legoland. Got I didn't heavily know that damaged. was a thing. Um, yeah, it is a thing. There's a I Peppa didn't Pig Park over there somewhere that, that again, I was told that mm-hmm. Legoland was like, hey, we have an extra parking lot. Let's put a park there. Peppa Pig. I mean, it was wiped out. So, you know, so just just interesting. So we're not going to do any news this week. We do we want to run down, um, kind of run down our, our trip real quick, kind of talk yeah. about that. Uh, we'll get to kind of some Epcot stuff as we go. And of course, of course, we came down to the party, uh, the Halloween party. For the party. Epcot 40s. For the Epcot 40s. For specifically, mm-hmm. this, is, this was a trip that was planned a year in advance. Yeah. We were at Walt Disney World last year mm-hmm. on the 1st. Um, that whole epic mm-hmm. saga. There's a whole episode dedicated to that, yes. by the way. But that's the 50th. Uh, so we will, do, we will do them about big things. Yeah, big different things. things. This and is not so, just a normal trip. We went to the party Friday night. So, Jen, your take mm-hmm. on the Halloween party. Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, which to me was not that busy. Um, it was yeah. sold out, but it wasn't that busy. And I think people had to cancel some tickets. But a lot of Correct, because exactly. no, because people couldn't get there right, right. from right. the storm. Um, however, I did. It was. It is back. Like mm-hmm. the Halloween party is back. You have right. the characters out. You know the special characters. Yep. You got the Hocus Pocus, spectacular. Uh, right. Hocus Pocus. Whatever. The, the Hocus Pocus. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, you don't like it. The Nobody Headless cares. Horseman Road, which I yes. love. Seeing Very the Headless cool. Horseman. So Very cool. cool. Um, let's see what what else. The of course the Jack Skellington fireworks. Mm-hmm. You know that right. All of that was back. The Booty You Parade. Booty Parade. Was, yep. Uh, running twice a and night. And lots of candy. Lots, lots and lots of candy. of candy. They improved the bags this year. The bags are they thicker. They did. Oh, they were very nice. They're not those like, like slick papery Little, kind of bags. Yes. Like receipt paper kind like of a, bags. This is like, like the reusable yeah, totes. Yeah. But just teeny. It's like a tote that you would buy at like a Walmart or something for two fifty. It has Halloween Mickey on it or whatever. And so, um, which I nice. think I may let my kid use it for for you know for Halloween this year when he goes trick or treating. Well, why not? Um, yeah, they had stuff everywhere, which was great. And the lines, even though the lines are long, it's I mean they move quickly because they're putting well because there's candy in your bag. and there's no lightning lane right. Exactly. So it's kind of back to that. And because right. it's a limited capacity, I think the longest we waited for anything was what seven dwarves, which something they quoted like at forty five minutes, it was like and 20, it was maybe I think we calculated twenty or twenty five minutes yeah, before we easy. got on. It was like super, it was was whatever. And that was, yeah. So that was great. Yeah. So basically when you go to these parties and this is kind of a tip for the party itself, and we we might have to do like an episode later on the Christmas party, spend a whole whole time Mm -hmm. on parties itself. But when you go to to a party like this, you've spent a lot of money for a five hour experience. Okay. So you have to decide what you want to do. Do I want to ride all the rides? Uh Because that's what you're going to do. 
do I right. want to meet all the characters? Because that's what you're going to do. And probably not write a lot of stuff. Do right. I want to just hang out with my friends, watch the fireworks, watch the parade, maybe have some snacks and stuff. And that's cool. Right. And you can choose to do all three, but you're only going to be able to do bits and pieces of all three. You can ride like two rides and see one or two characters and have some mm-hmm. snacks and stuff because the lines for characters are like max as power line was mm-hmm. there. The line for his, for his character yeah. was busy all night long that because was a, you don't see him late. exactly very often Dak and sally are always an hour or two hours long um i don't know if the seven dwarves and snow white were out this time i didn't see them but that doesn't mean i right. i mean i just might not have they used been to come out when... and it's the mm-hmm. only time halloween and christmas is the only time you would see all of them together all mm, seven all together. dwarves and snow white and that line was forever long so right, you have to you decide, hey, see that. exactly i want to see stitch in his elvis costume but i might i'm gonna have to give up you know right. an hour of my party time to do mm-hmm. this and that's great. Or I'm going to ride all the rides and that's fine, but you might not have time to do a lot of other stuff, you know, um, yep. depending on you the snacks. You have to prioritize. Exactly. Uh, depending on the, the snacks that you want, you may wait a longer line for it. Of Maybe course. the popcorn buckets for the for the Donald Sipper that people were really wanting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just have to decide going in there as a family or as a person, hey, what do exactly we want to get out of this party? Right. And we walk out going, I'm glad we went. This is what we mm-hmm. did. Yeah. And for us Friday night, for Stephanie and I, because Stephanie was with us, we mm-hmm. you know, we were hanging out with, with some of our favorite people. I love the people on this team. So, mm-hmm. you know, we would ride some rides and we actually had some snacks and stuff. And we kind of just mm-hmm. toured around, took a lot of pictures. And, you know, I look back and I'm like, well, we didn't do a thousand things, but we had a great time together. And that's what that's that's mm-hmm. what I got out of the party. And I love it. So. And for and for Brady and I, and we were sort of like in and out and, and all around. Our big thing was riding rides because we didn't right. know like we were like, this is our priority. We've done a lot of the character meets. We want to ride. So we were, you know, and and need some some snacks. Right. Of course. Snacks are good. So, you know, we rode the rides that we wanted to ride. Yep. And that, that's what we did. The only we thing we didn't get to characters. that I didn't get to was pirates. That's the only thing I did not get to. Well, well it, it closed. It, it was, was closed down. for a while. Yeah. Because yeah, all the cast members it, lined up. And yep. so the only time. Because we okay, so we went to Epcot, of course, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll talk about that in a few minutes. And we went to Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. on Sunday. The group of us, and there was people going to Hollywood and things like that. This I was, was going to say it's yeah, it, yeah. Not everybody was together the whole time because, mm-hmm. but everybody was at Epcot on right, right for Friday. Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, we had a great, uh, great meal at uh, on at, mm-hmm. an, an Epcot at Vietnopoly, which a lot of us mm-hmm. all got together. We all got the pizzas and stuff. Which, by the way, I will tell you that a personal pizza, small pizza, I say small, a pizza, it's a yes. decent size pizza, but a personal pizza will cost you twenty one. A larger pizza that will feed probably two to three people with large slices will cost you mm-hmm. thirty three. And the large, gigantic pizza will cost you 44 I know mm. this for a fact now because at our table, we had those all three ordered over different people. And we ordered the $33 pizza. They charged us for the large pizza. So I'm wondering if our agent, Val, probably got charged for the smaller pizza. And so, Val, you owe me 10 bucks, by the way. Um, so... <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, yeah, Vianopoli was great. And we just had a great time overall the weekend. It was just, like I said, nonstop, busy, busy, busy. Went to <sighs> Topolino's dinner for the first time. Had never been there for dinner. Had had lunch, had breakfast there mm-hmm. many times for characters. Dinner is fine dining, signature dining. Mm-hmm. It's the top of the Riviera Resort. Uh, mm-hmm. Myself and our agent Meredith, her friend Kyla, 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 and of course my wife Stephanie, turned into a about a four-hour meal. Um, did not expect that kind of meal, which was fine, which was great. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, I had no expectations of like, oh my gosh, we got to get out of here in an hour and a half. Yeah. I did not realize it was take that long. The steak was amazing. The desserts were amazing. The drinks were amazing. It was just fantastic all around. The bill was not amazing, by the way. Um, <laughs> so just go into it knowing, eh, you know what? I'm not going to get out of this for $38 a person. This is going to be a yeah, little no. more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the lament Stephanie has, I wish we'd shared something. I'm like, I'm fine. We didn't because that steak was delicious. And so, mm-hmm. um, 
had a good time there. And of course you were there with Brady celebrating his, his birthday. Yeah. Uh, we were with have, uh, his did sister. Did he have a good birthday trip? He did have a good birthday trip and his, um, his sister and her husband were down for Epcot 40 as well. So we did see them a little bit on Saturday, but then on Sunday, we, we went over and we spent the evening at Topolino's with them. And we actually were there before you guys got there right? and we like, we basically shut down the restaurant because we were, we were just, we were there. We took our time over our yeah. courses. You were there before we got there and you were there after we were about to leave. So, yeah, exactly. You know, so, um, so really cool. So, uh, so yeah, that was the weekend in a nutshell. Of course, we all left on, um, on Monday morning. We, some of us had a reservation over at, uh, at Cape May. We canceled that mm. and just went to Boardwalk Deli, okay. the brand new Boardwalk Deli. We decided for time we purposes. I know you slept in because, you know, you, it's that meme where you had Mr. Incredible going, we get there when we get there. That is totally you. Yes, totally. It's like, like, whatever. Jen, when you come to the park, Jen, you and Brady get to the park, get to the park. And you're going, we'll get there when we get there. I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> you in a nutshell. <laughs> When it comes to the parks uh but you know some of us had flights out like at noon so we needed to be at the airport around 10 or 10 30 we decided <laughs> let's just do instead of a sit-down meal let's just do a quick uh, counter service which worked out fine boardwalk deli was mm. fantastic the food was great brand new relocation there on the boardwalk mm -hmm. um it overtook overtook something else there but um uh, delicious it wasn't it was reasonably priced i think i had like a bagel mm -hmm. sandwich with bacon and sausage and eggs and they have different salads and like fruit bowls mm -hmm. and things like that uh we got to the airport there was like four people in the TSA line. There was nobody there. So Epcot is celebrating its 40th anniversary. Uh, mm -hmm. Opened on October 1st, 1982. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about Epcot real quick. Just kind of set this up for people who've never been to Epcot or they don't go to Epcot very much. Or, I mean, Epcot's not really a kid's park. I mean, my kids don't really like Epcot. And, and you know, there's nothing for my kids there at Epcot. Balderdash, I say. Poppycock. Complete, complete <laughs> trife. Because Epcot is a park for everybody. Just to mm -hmm. run down, and, and I'm not going to give you the complete history because there's way too much. That would take a five-hour show. But overall, right. Walt Disney himself envisioned Epcot, mm -hmm. which would be the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, to be an actual real city. People would work there. They would live there. Mm -hmm. They would have technology presented by the best in the industry. So I would imagine, had this actually happened, Apple would be involved. Uh, Microsoft would be involved. Mm -hmm. You know, um, right. Amazon would have like a warehouse there or something like that. Well, after he died in 67, before, you know, three or four years before the park actually opened, um, the company said, you know, we, we don't think we can do this. We can't build and manage a city, especially without mm -hmm. Walt even being here. Walt, well, this was Walt's baby and we can't spend mm -hmm. the money on it. But his vision for Epcot did decide, did push Walt Disney Company to convince the legislature of Florida to create Reedy Creek Improvement District and Lake Buena Vista. Mm -hmm. So those started around the early 80s. Um, mm -hmm. They're basically, they are effectively given in power to the Walt Disney Company. They have a lot of latitude in developing the resort. So they don't mm -hmm. have to do a whole lot of reaching out to the state to go, Hey, let's build this. Let's build that. Got to have a permit for this, that, and the other. And I don't know the logistics of it. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But you know, they have a little more leeway than, than most people do. Um, Disneyland was a massive success in California. So the Walt Disney company decided to create a clone of, of the park magic kingdom it was going to be a clone of Disneyland. Mm -hmm. uh, but Epcot kept coming back to the Imagineers. And they're like, what if we did something with this? What if we did something with this idea? Maybe not a city, but as a, as a theme park with new technology. And there were some Imagineers that were like, yeah, but we kind of like Walt's idea of having a, a living showcase, like a world showcase of, of sorts. Mm -hmm. So there was a talk of actually having two different theme parks, like, like one future world park and one like international mm -hmm. park. And eventually they stuck them together. And so you have, you know, future world and mm -hmm. world showcase for a little while until we go to the whole neighborhood things. You know how mm -hmm. I feel about that. In five years, people yeah. are still going to say future world. Um, they relied heavily on corporate international sponsorships uh, to develop the pavilions. Of course, that's when you mm -hmm. have like Kodak sponsoring this and you had Siemens sponsoring that, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, um, eventually they, they built it. 
and it came open in 1982 and there we have mm-hmm. Epcot 40 years late, which is awesome. And mm-hmm. so a lot of things happening for, uh, uh, for, for Epcot, the opening attractions besides the pavilions, mm-hmm. you had the imagination pavilion. Mm-hmm. You had the Impressions de France that was in the Fran- French pavilion, obviously. Mm-hmm. You had uh, the land pavilion and living with the land was there. The main entrance, the main gateway and everything mm-hmm. was Spaceship Earth and O Canada. And that's it. That's all we had. That's mm-hmm. really all we had. Now, a lot of things opened up since then. You had the Morocco pavilion that opened up in 84. Uh, Maelstrom opened up in 88 in mm-hmm. Norway. Body Wars came in. The Living Seas. You had Illuminations, mm-hmm. which started in 88 and kind of went through various various forms of that. Cranium Command, um, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience in 94, The Circle of Life in 95, Ellen's Energy Adventure taking over the Energy Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Test Track came in in 1999, then of course it became Tron Track as we know it now. Turtle Talk with the Crush, you had the main Mission Space team came uh, opened up and then the Mission Space Orange and, Orange and Green, the Season Nemo and Friends, Soaring Around the World. Now we're going to get into the ones that people know about. Captain EO was there mm-hmm. and then left and came back. Um mm-hmm. You know, you had different bands and stuff that are coming through there. Um, so you had all kinds of different things that were coming through the one after the other. Some some new construction, others taking taking over certain things. So, Jen, your experience with Epcot, I have a couple questions for you because I know you love Epcot. Yeah, First question, and this is off the cuff here. What is it that you love about Epcot? And don't just say, oh, it's magical. I mean, like kind of go below the surface now. What is it for you personally that appeals to you about Epcot? And my next question, you can combine these two if you want. Mm-hmm. Your first experience with Epcot, like the first time you went into the park, the first time you knew about Epcot, like what, how old were you? I mean, like a little bit about Um, your first experience at Epcot. Well, I'll start with why I love it, I guess. Um, It's hard to put into words. There is, there's something about the atmosphere of Epcot, um, everything from the music loop and I'm, I'm still going to call it future world. Cause that's what it has been. Yep. Okay. No, we're moving yep. to neighborhoods, but they, they aren't open. Okay. Right. So, you know, there's something about walking into future world and I'm, you know, picturing the old fountain of nations mm-hmm. and everything that always just felt, Oh, no stress. <laughs> like right. I, I'm, I'm right. here. I have always enjoyed, I mean, of course the attractions, but to me it's being there. It's being in the atmosphere. It's walking around. It's all the beautiful topiaries. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's all the, or, you know, the, the, cause they do have flower and garden, yes. but they always yes, have they beautiful landscaping throughout the year, regardless of whether it's flower and garden, you know? Um, and also the food, there is so much food yes. at Epcot around the countries, whether or not it's a festival, there is just a ton of food. And I love the uniqueness of each pavilion i just think it's a cool thing and you know, listen i always am gonna love magic kingdom too i i do it's you know that's the that's magical 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 but epcot peaceful it is that place it's like it's a happy place you know you think of like okay where am i gonna go relax i'm going to epcot because i'm gonna relax that's it um like it. first time i remember going as a kid i of course you know so young i Probably the first cognizant memory I'll mm-hmm. go with was when I was in fifth grade. Right. And I so remember. We're talking 99, 2000. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll go with that. Like, just, sure. just, just like a, just a couple right. years ago. Um, right. <laughs> so obviously, Leo, I remember thinking how cool it was to go into Spaceship Earth. You know, like, ooh, mm-hmm. I'm going in the big golf ball. What? You know, I remember also like, the original journey into imagination. We loved it. You know, mm-hmm. it. In fact, because there was a gap between when I was a kid and then when I went back and when I wrote it again for the second time and I'm like, wait, have I ever written this before? And the answer is no, because it was a totally different 
ride. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Even, <laughs> the, like the, even the ride track was different. So, um, so I will say, and I do remember from my very first trip, I do remember being in body wars. I remember being shrunk down to the size of a blood vessel and, mm-hmm. you know, riding through the body. So I, it's funny, but like that memory has stayed with me. I, I love it. Why? But that's just, it's funny. Like that's one that I actually do physically remember. I love it. So I'm, I, you and I are, are on different ends of the, of the spectrum on this mm-hmm. because you grew up with Epcot when you're in fifth grade, right. you know, growing up with it. So you remember a lot of the old stuff. I did not, I did not go mm-hmm. to Epcot for the first time until 2004 mm-hmm. on my honeymoon. And at that time I was mm-hmm. 28, I think. So okay. I wasn't a kid going, Oh my gosh, body wars is so cool. I was an adult going, Oh my gosh, spaceship earth is so cool. Uh, looking back at the timeline, there were certain things like that that were open that we did not get to because I think we spent a day at Epcot maybe. Um, okay. Yeah. Probably half day at, you know, animal kingdom, half day at Hollywood studios back then there wasn't a ton to do as, as, as much as there is now, obviously. Um, and so for me, Epcot is, I love how big Epcot is, how wide open, how spacious it is. Yes. How just massive mm-hmm. the park is. And I also Unless love my feet fact- are tired. Exactly. Well, that too. Every person comes out <laughs> tired. Um, honestly, I love how, it, well, back then, once you crested that hill past Spaceship Earth. Yes. Once all the walls are down, when the fountains were there too, but I don't know what they're going to do now, but once you could actually mm-hmm. look across and see the entire park, you could see the American mm-hmm. Pavilion from Future World. And it's like, yeah, that looks so far away. And yet 45 minutes later, I'm walking there looking back going, right. Wow, especially where it looks so far away. Um, Meanwhile, it's like <laughs> it's such a, it, it, it seems massive, but it doesn't feel massive. Once you're in Mexico yeah. and you start walking, and suddenly you find yourself in Italy, and then you find yourself in, you know, in France, Morocco. and all of a sudden you're in Canada. You look yeah. around, and you're like, oh, we were across the lake over there. I mean, it's just, it's, it mm-hmm. feels big, but it's not massive i love the international gateway the fact they have an entrance in the back um, yeah it's the only park that has two entrances which i think is fantastic it's fabulous you know i love the fact the skyliner is there now um mm-hmm. there's something about epcot that to me differentiates it from other parks yeah it's and i know they're kind of steering away from kind of the learning aspect of it but there's still so much you can learn from it and maybe animal kingdom has kind of moved into that role with the conservation stuff but overall there's so much you can learn from it and there's two different yeah. experiences you can have at epcot it's the only park where i feel as if you can have two completely different experiences. Oh yeah. One in world showcase nibbling and drinking and enjoying the parties, enjoying the, the, the countries and riding mm-hmm. the grand fiesta tour and frozen or whatever. And over here you're zipping through space and you're going through the spaceship earth and you're mm-hmm. soaring over California and over the world. And you're, you know, you're mm-hmm. on a car going 64.9 miles an hour, you know, in the, in the open mm-hmm. road, just two completely different experiences, all separated by a couple of bridges, which I think is just, yeah. Which I think is great. So, um, so we love Epcot, and I've often said that that the theme parks for me. When somebody says, "What's your favorite park?" It is like it's your children. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you love all of them equally, but you like parks. You like your children maybe more than some on on different <sighs> days, depending on what's going on, depending on how you feel. Yeah. I tend to like Magic Kingdom and Epcot more than Hollywood and Animal Kingdom most of the time. If you were to ask me. Um, even though I love both of those parks, so it's no slide oh, on yeah. whatsoever. I just happen to gravitate towards Magic Kingdom and even Epcot. Um, it's as if, you know, Jen, like you have 27 agents mm-hmm. under you, and we know that, you know, you love them all equally. I'm your favorite most of the time, but every now and then you have a different favorite. So I'm your <laughs> I'm your Epcot, and every now and then maybe quasi-producer Heather is your Magic Kingdom, which is fine. But um, so, Well, quasi-producer Heather is Magic Kingdom girl. That's so. very true. That is very, very true. Um, but I, I, I do love, I, I love Epcot. And it's funny because I've been on vacations before. There was one vacation. We ended up at Epcot like four times during the week. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember mentioning to Stephanie going, how do we keep ending up here? And she was like, I don't know, but here we are. And so you know, we do Epcot <laughs> stuff. So as we look ahead to... 
to Epcot in the future. We know a lot of things are coming up. We've mm-hmm. got the Moana Journey of Water, which is coming. The Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. just opened, which is tremendous. Of course, we had mm-hmm. an after hours party that we even mentioned. Um, you know, we got to go another 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 large group had that party for Gift Kids mm-hmm. of the World, which was a great thing, great organization. So we went to that and had a fantastic time at that party. We're Guardians mm-hmm. a couple of times, had lots of snacks and test track and so on. Um, you know, we've had 40 years of Epcot. We're now approaching the next 40 on to 50, I guess, which now we're going to have to start planning our agency trip in, you know, 20, whatever, 2032 for the 50 year. Uh, <laughs> of Epcot. So let's get yeah, on right. that. Um, you know, when tickets will be $400 a day, but notwithstanding. So I want to play a little game called Stop, Start, Continue. And okay. this game is not really a game because they used to do this at, when I was giving reviews as a manager at Starbucks. We would talk about two, two baristas <laughs> who would say, you know, here's what you need to stop doing, start doing, and here's the praise. You need to continue doing these awesome things. But I want to do that a little with Epcot in regards to Disney and how they treat Epcot. I want to say, Jen, uh, I want to talk first. What does Disney need to stop doing when it comes to Epcot? Is there certain things that, that Disney keeps doing that you're like, you know, Disney, I really wish you would stop doing that one of the things that i will Mm -hmm. oh i actually wrote this down here is that i don't want them to rely on tech so much that it negates the guest experience now Mm -hmm. you can say this for all of it obviously one of the contentions with genie plus i'm always on my phone and blah 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 you were tech in epcot just because but i feel like there's a lot of tech and a lot of future things they're building with with with, with, well true and everything and i and with the innovations that is coming, I just want to make mm-hmm. sure that they're not continuing to just put so much effort into like, okay, well now you have to have the play Disney app and they're trying to, they're trying so hard to play Disney. They want it so badly. I'm like, it's like mean girls. Stop making play Disney trying to stop trying to make <laughs> play Disney trying to happen. It's it's not going to happen. Just stop. Uh, Cause nobody uses it, but I don't want Disney to continue pushing so much tech and Epcot that you lose the sight of what the park is supposed to be. Um, and for that matter, I also want them to stop trying to, Focus away from what the park originally was. I get it. It's not an educational park mm-hmm. anymore. And I understand that we're moving forward. I understand it. But I don't want them to get away from the vision of Epcot that Walt had. Uh, if that makes any sense. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- no, it, it does. Um, I would say, and as much as I absolutely adore the festivals. Mm-hmm. I want you to stop extending the length of the festivals. I have it written down too. Because I love them, but it was more special when, let's say, Flower and Garden was, it was March 2nd Mm -hmm. through mid-May. Right. I'm getting at that. And then, okay, we don't have that. Okay, now it's food and wine from- Early July. It was like now, right now. It's early July. Yeah. No, but but even so, Flower and Garden actually extended into like June this year, right? And then, but you know, it didn't used to. It used to be a lot more limited, and and even then, like that's one thing. But then you got all the food booths, which I love, mm-hmm. and that's a huge draw. Yep. But also, it does, especially in the heat of the summer. You got people coming to food and wine festival starting in mid July. And it's stretching all the way into like November fifteenth, or like right. until after the um the ha- whatever the, the wine and dine half marathon. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you don't get into the you know holiday season until after that. And festival of the holidays, obviously, I, that's that is the perfect. Right. That's a great length for right. that one. Festival of the arts, great six weeks, awesome. But food and wine has become like so crazy, and it so yeah. crazy. And of course, they're making it so it's like, well, it's, it's half of it's open. And then like the whole thing is is only for a certain amount of time. But 
I don't know. It, just, it was kind of more special when it was more limited. I, I, I wrote that down on my list here and I agree that the festivals stop making them last all year long. Um, mm-hmm. There is something it's just weird to be, and I have not been to the parks in July in a long time. And I understand it's very hot July. I it's get it. Hot July. It's hot in June. The last couple of times I've been in June, it's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's so hot. Um, it's just like the surface of the sun. And I just don't want to be standing in a line in Canada to get my steak, that, my hot steak in my or hot to get soup my hot soup. And like, when it's 95 degrees in, in, in Epcot. And I just don't want that's gross to me, you know. Because it's more um, fall foods, it's you know, not if, summer foods. I, I feel as if you want to do if you want to have some booths open, then make it a summer fest. Have yeah. a summer fest where you have booths or have, have a different like, exactly have, have a different festival and feel like cold right. foods and cold serving foods, things that yeah. would help you. Don't give me hot cheddar soup and I love it and I would eat it anyway because it's Canada. But at the same time, yeah. you know, um, let's let's put some speciality to these these mm-hmm. festivals and let's make them more exclusive. On the same yeah. token, I don't think the Halloween party should be starting like August the tenth either. I think that's Agreed. a little ridiculous, but. No, and like with demand, like know. people, people will still do it, but mm-hmm. I just think let's differentiate. Let's right. make it something else. Right. Uh, there should be a gap of like two months at least between yeah. festivals, uh, food, uh, flower garden, and food and wine. I just feel, and I don't know that they'll go back to reducing it because they're making no, money. No, but it, and, listen, you know. I, like I said, I don't even care if okay, let's go back to reducing them and put in a summer festival. Yes, like you said, great. Yeah, do that. I like summer. I like the summer fest where again all the booths are cold in nature. Different popsicles, different. Or you ice could do like creams, an Olaf shakes. thing, exactly. You know, like different the... Olaf, which mm. you know, make Olaf the and I know the little like the ratatouille, like yeah. the hide and squeak. Because Remy is the the symbol of the food and wine, and I believe oh, right. the orange bird is flower and garden. Yeah. Um, Figment is the festival of the arts. Festival of the arts is Olaf the holiday guy, or is there another uh... one? Because I think you can is put there, make, is there one for Hall? I don't know there, that is there is, but I think you can make Olaf the Summerfest icon. Regard, and, but regardless, you know, you know right? Pick yeah. pick something to be Epcot in summer. Oh no okay. no no! Spike Spike the Bee is flower. That's it. That's it. Okay. Spike the Bee. Okay. Um. But yeah, Epcot in uh, Olaf in summer or something like that. I mean, whatever. Um. Come on, Bob. Yeah, get on but this. just get on something this. just different. I don't know because I love festivals, but I do want it to be a little bit more exclusive. So, what do you? What we do we want Disney to start? doing when it comes to epcot something that we maybe they're not doing they're not paying attention to but you're like disney i really love you to start doing this and i'm going to throw this out here i want disney to go back to original storytelling again because mm-hmm. like hollywood studios epcot is on the precipice of becoming this ip heavy park mm-hmm. which is fine to a point but i miss original characters original mm-hmm. storytelling you we've got an entire mm-hmm. entire story told in the queue of everest Yep. A Yeti that doesn't even work, but people love it anyway. An entire mm-hmm. story that was told with Maelstrom, of course, that's no longer there. Um, you know, stories that are original, stories that don't rely on mm-hmm. a superhero or a dragon mm-hmm. or a a celebrity or whatever. Unless it's stories. a little purple dragon, exactly, a little purple dragon, or tell a new story with Figment, tell a brand new story with Figment with Journey to Ma- yeah. or, or something. I, I would uh, love just... for them to, yeah, like exactly. I would mm-hmm. like them to start re start revisiting those attractions that are still there that need some love yes I, can i because yes. okay they've started a refurb of the middle of the park and okay guess what interventions needed some love okay let's yes. just be, yep. let's just be very yep. out there it was wasted space okay i am glad that they're redoing that and making it something wonderful but i agreed i want that storytelling aspect back i want them to give some attention to like the figment mm-hmm. okay to um i mean shoot even the where Captain EO used to be Pixar um short film, oh, short film fest. The, the, where Honey the, I Shrunk the, the audience was. Thank you. And, yes. But yeah. because that was an original 
you know, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, it told a story. I mean, yeah. granted, it was IP, et cetera, right. but that theater is set up for some cool things. It, right now, it's just, let's go watch movies. Mm-hmm. I can go watch those on Disney+. Plus. Right. I'm 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 never sitting in unless I just really need to cool. Right. That is a I, <laughs> I mean, in that one in particular, I think that is just a filler attraction. I feel like it was, it was thrown in there to say, you know, let's do this mm-hmm. for now. We'll come back to it. We'll do something better with it. And then and they, they have just to come back to it. Because they're like, well, why do we need to? It's fine. Let's leave it where it is. Yeah. The story so much... tells a story. Exactly. Living with the exactly. land tells a story. And even Test Track tells a story. Yeah. I mean, it tells, I mean, yeah. I wish it didn't break down so much, but it, right. it does at right. least tell a story, you know? Right. So I feel like, and that's where World of Motion was. Mm-hmm. So it sort of continued with the original theme. Nemo tells a story, but it used to tell a better story when it mm-hmm. was Seabase Salva. You know, right. it was so again, I just want them to start giving some of that attention right. back to we'll call them opening day. I know they're not all not all opening day, but mm-hmm. some of the um existing. old school attractions. And okay, can we start something in the Wonders of Life Pavilion? There's so much empty space in Epcot that is not utilized. And Something. I don't understand why, you know, and, and you can go on YouTube and find the videos. I'm not saying that you should do these things at all, but you can find the videos of people who have snuck backstage and mm-hmm. seen every, like Cranium Command, all the stuff was still there. It's all still there. Um, like literally, it was like you could turn out, a key. You could turn a yeah. key and it's still, still there. And you probably could, it, it would need some work, but you could rebuild the attraction in six months. I'm not saying Epcot should do it, but my point is the fact right. that it's, it's, they've just shut everything down and left it there. I mean, there's yeah. so much empty space in Epcot to do things with the Odyssey Pavilion, the Wonders of mm-hmm. Life Pavilion, whatever. There's just buildings that are there with nothing in it other than it's a festival center where you can come in and right. get some drinks and get a beer and whatever, and that's it. And so, but it used some, to be a lot. Well, you know, Odyssey was just a di- right. Odyssey was a dining area, so right. there wasn't really anything else in there. But in um, Wonders of Life, there were there were like three attractions. Right. In like that if, pavilion. If Test Track were being built now, it would be mm-hmm. a Cars attraction. It would be you'd it be Lightning be. McQueen. Agreed. It would be Mater or whatever. Those are the yep. cars you'd be testing out. Um, Listen, you want to make so, a Radiator Springs? Agreed. Right. <laughs> right. And so yeah, get, definitely get back to the original storytelling. Also, my other thing I have is, and I understand that I want Epcot to innovate and I want mm-hmm. them to keep moving forward. And I get that, but I feel like you have to acknowledge the fans, and mm-hmm. this is goes back to saturday which i think disney did a fantastic job of doing this oh um what we got on saturday morning wasn't much but it was exactly what we wanted for the Mm -hmm. 50th and walt disney world and you guys probably have heard us and other people talk about how we got there because we were there three in the morning we got in at six in the morning even beforehand Mm -hmm. we got there we waited for three hours for the park to open expecting Mm -hmm. something to happen and it was like Welcome to Disney's 50th anniversary or whatever it was one person came out and said like three sentences and that was it and it was like have a good day and if you arrived at the middle of the afternoon, maybe you parked up over at two or three and didn't have a clue it was the 50th, you wouldn't know it was the 50th anniversary of that, that right. day. And so in Epcot, which honestly, I didn't know this was going to happen until Lindsay, our agent, our friend, agent Lindsay read the map and she was like, oh, right. a ceremony. They had a ceremony at 10 a.m. They had yeah. a, a mariachi band that had been there for, for quite a long time. They acknowledged the cast members that still worked there after 40 years, yep. the opening day cast members. They had some people come out. They had Voices of Liberty sing a few songs. Um, mm-hmm. They had the ambassadors come out. We thought Josh was going to come out. But I'm okay that he didn't. We but no, a, it's fine because they know, really focus in on the Epcot, like exactly. an Epcot folks. We and, had Walt speaking in the uh, via video mm-hmm. for a second, yep. and it was just an acknowledgement. Mariachi like, Cobra, which exactly. has been there since day one in Epcot, right. and it, then Voices it was of an example of just like, hey guys, we acknowledge the fact that you love Epcot. We love Epcot too. Yeah, these are we've done some cool things. Forty-five we're looking minutes. To, we're looking to the future. Mm-hmm. Let's go have a good time. And it was 
perfect. It was, it was perfection. exactly what we needed. And it didn't feel like it took much. It was a 45 minute mm -hmm. presentation. It could have been even shorter. It could have been yeah. fine, but it was acknowledgement. And, and I feel Mariachi like Cobre and, and Voices of Liberty, they perform throughout the day. Well, not during the Eat to the Beat right. series or whatever, you know, they right. perform in their areas, but still like the, how easy was that to, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of logistics behind it, but mm -hmm. seriously, how easy was it to have them to go perform on the stage, have right. a couple of speeches, throw together some videos and we're thrilled. We're like, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and like Figment is a great character. He's the character that that's yeah. Epcot's symbol. And they do all mm -hmm. the merchandise with Figment, and all the shirts with Figment, mm -hmm. and all the the, the, the crossbody plush now that I've seen with Figment that came out like a couple of days ago. I think I sent it to you via I Instagram. Saw that. Yeah. I um, but it's like, but we're just going to completely ignore the attraction that nobody likes because it just turns Figment into something because nobody wants to be. Because it turns Figment into a pest. Exactly. And so it's like, I, I want Disney to start acknowledging the fan yeah. the older fans the fans that have been there since mm -hmm. the beginning and i get it maybe you don't want to pump a billion dollars into something just for the old school and I, you know what that's fine we want to we want to bring in a crop of new fans that maybe not don't Absolutely. even know who Figment is but just understand that we're the ones spending the money <laughs> i mean we're the ones bringing our kids to these things and so and, and you he know, can be beloved you know. again i mean like exactly it that's the thing because people mm -hmm. my age or you know people right. you know in our generation love figment they're going to teach their kids to love Figment or the grand. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know about the grandkids, right. but you know, like, or the grandkids to love Figment right. eventually. So you just, you need to give that attention right. to that character. And I think too, like with the merch, the merch was, was cool, but it should have been more of representation to me of, it, there, there could have been a fine line of, of merch that we have now and merch mm -hmm. that represents the retro Epcot, maybe even have two Oh, I, did you see it? Because there was, a, there were a lot of really cool pins. And yeah, I saw the pins. Retro stuff. I saw yeah, the, the pins. pins were really cool. But spirit jerseys with the original Epcot logos oh, on it, yeah. or you know, t-shirts that have body wars or cranium command or food rocks mm -hmm. or something like that on it, or you know, make some reference to the original spaceship Earth with, with with Walter Cronkite or something like that. I mean, just mm -hmm. you know, things like that that acknowledges and people people would plunk down 30 bucks for something that makes me go, I remember that when I was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I have a they closed that what 10 years? That's great. I'm gonna buy that. I mean, people would love that. Some oh, yeah, they had a horizon pin, which I totally bought. You know, there's that. Um so I think that the I think they should start doing that. So let's talk now to close up a little bit of what what they should continue doing. What is Jen? What is Disney doing right with Epcot? What is happening with Epcot now that you're like this? Keep doing this. This is great. Keep doing the cultural program, which I know mm -hmm. was paused during COVID, right? Like I get it. And and but, but they now brought them it, back. But they brought them awesome. back now, mm -hmm. which and I know that that was always we always knew they were going to come back. It was just a matter of time. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that they brought them back. But keep keep that as a focus. Keep World Showcase what its intent was to be. I right. understand the park needs to grow and change, and and they have pretty much maintained that integrity of World Showcase with the cultural representatives. You know the mm -hmm. foods and all of those. I want that to keep happening. Also, I want which is going to sound strange because I, as much as I said earlier about like the story, we were talking about storytelling, right. keep making updates because mm -hmm. the park had needed some attention in those areas. So keep on that track. Right. <laughs> we want you to not right. take away what we love, but we want you to keep moving forward and innovating because that is what Walt Disney wanted. That is what the park was about initially. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any issue with like interventions coming down and let's see these neighborhoods. I'm interested to see what, how they're going to turn out. I think they can be, I think, I mean, I think the journey of water is going to be really cool. And I say that one because that's the one I remember 
quite honestly. Well, it's <laughs> also know? very prominent because it's right there it's in the middle prominent. of the park, you know. Yes, um, it's right. Which, and I'm wondering because there was a fountain in the center that kind of makes sense that then mm-hmm. now it's going to be another water feature right. right there in the center. Right. Well, and what you just said was great. Don't take away the things we love, but let's keep moving forward. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's it in a nutshell. You know, that doesn't mean that we have to have you know, whatever we had Maelstrom for the longest time since 88 and they closed it and they put frozen in. And it needed a refurb. It did need a refurb. And that's fine because they saw frozen are iconic characters that will live on now forever. They are mm-hmm. part of their legendary sure. status in Disney. And I get that. And frozen's a great ride. I love and it. And it deserves an attraction. Fantastic. It deserves an attraction. You know, and, and I know we said earlier about original storytelling, but one of the things I I think that Epcot should continue to do is just dreaming massive. Not just dreaming mm-hmm. big, but dreaming massive. Guardians is an undertaking. The building is oh, yeah. massive. It's a Huge. roller coaster indoors, mm-hmm. but it's such a different kind of coaster. It's yes. an omni coaster where the, the whole cars mm-hmm. move to the point where if you're in row nine, you're near the back of the pack, but then all of a sudden you're first in the, within yeah. the ride. Suddenly you're the head of the entire train it's and like, then you're back again <laughs> because this is how this is how it goes. You get the music in there. The whole the yeah. storytelling there is just incredible. Uh, even Remy, it's something as simple as Remy. Yes. You're not just going through and seeing the rat do his thing. You're now the size of a rat. And like one of, the, one, of the, one of the simplest parts of, of Remy that I love so much is when it goes under the shopping cart and you look up yes. and you see this massive wheels and shopping cart, yeah. like, like a little grating above you. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only time that I think I will let myself go, man, I am small. I mean, it's just, it's, right. <laughs> you know, it's great storytelling and I want Epcot to continue yeah. doing that. Yes. Um, don't just open up some little rinky dink, but like, Oh, here's a pop-up, whatever. This is fine. Don't, don't give us any more Pixar film festivals. Don't just no. throw something in there for the heck of it. If you need to keep, if journey to imagination closes, don't open it up a year from now due to fan demand. It was some, something crap. Keep it, keep it close for two and a half years to give us and something do a good incredible refer. that we were like walking out of there going, yeah, that's figment that's mm-hmm. exactly what figment should be that's amazing mm-hmm. and then a whole new generation of people now are, are now in love with figment um right so yeah i think disney's just continue to continue to dream big mm-hmm. I mean, continue to do that and don't you know continue to recognize and this goes back to what i said about you know stop stop moving away from it continue to recognize the vision that walt had obviously yeah. it's not going to be a city it will never be a city it can't be what walt wanted no but it can have aspects of that yes and having there's a there's a statue of walt coming Mm-hmm. which is going to be beautiful. I've seen the rendering of it. Yes, and I'm not a sentimental kind of guy when it comes to that, but there's a chance I'll tear up when I see it because yeah. I'm so in tune with the fact that this is Walt's baby. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things he, <clears throat> one of the reasons he put Magic Kingdom into place is because he kind of was looking already ahead to Epcot yes, to say, correct. we do Magic Kingdom and it works. We can build Epcot. So let's build a Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. so we can build Epcot. It was the way to get and people so, to Florida exactly. to then exactly. see Epcot. It was the... Mm-hmm. What do they call it? The weenie. Yes, <laughs> the weenie. Very, yes. good. very good. So that's our little wrap up on Epcot. We'd love to hear from you, of course. Uh, uh, the MSE podcast at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts on Epcot, please let us know. We'd love to hear yeah. your thoughts on the park itself. Do you love Epcot? Do you not love Epcot? Uh, Jen, what do you tell the, the, the guests that say, well, I don't know if I'm going to get Epcot or not because I don't know if my kids will like it. I mean, well, what do you. That's when I start uh, listing you know, out. Well, you know, here's where you can meet. It, and obviously it depends on the family and right. what they have. Yeah. But let's say they have Lego princesses. Well, you know what? That's where you can meet on an Elsa. There's a frozen ride there. Mm-hmm. Princesses meet and greet around the world. Um, this is where you can do Soren and Test Track. And there's there are some great thrill attractions. You're Marvel mm-hmm. fans. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy there. Right. And when you start listing off what is there, it's like, oh, well, we do want to go to Epcot. But for some reason in people's heads, all they... All they think about is the countries is the country. And they're boring. Oh, but in every country, 
that we've mentioned Kidcot. Kidcot, where they can learn and they can color and what they, I don't, what's the current, um, there's like, like they collect things basically at each, at each Kidcot and it changes from time to time. But well, not only that, every festival has a, has a scavenger hunt where you can purchase like a little map or whatever and go find like the food and wine, go find Remy. He's buried in every country. Mm -hmm. You just go, go find him. You know, he's going to see a little statue sitting up there. Go find Remy, fill out the whole thing, get a prize at the end. The DuckTales adventure is coming. Mm -hmm. Um, You probably will use your phone for that, but it's much like the Kim Possible. That was like the Agent P or Kim Possible and Agent P, which is cute and it's very fun. And it's an active thing. And, and if it's going to be, which I imagine it will be like Kim Possible and Agent P was where it's not something that will take your whole day up. If you want to do like one thing here and the next time you come back, do like two countries there. It's an activity in each country, solo for that country, but you can try to do all of them. And so that's coming. I mean, there are things for your children to do. There's always a playground. Especially for the yeah. small kids. I mean, the playground set up usually over in Future World. There's all some sorts mm-hmm. of fun playgroundy things. Lots of snacks, lots of ice cream, things yeah. like that, whatever. So there are many things for your kids to do. Absolutely. I would almost venture to say there might be more things for kids to do there than there is like Hollywood Studios. Because Hollywood Studios has several for little rides. For little, for little small children, for, for small, small children who, yeah. who are dependent on height restrictions. Yes, exactly. So, because really in yeah. Hollywood Studios, you've got the... um. The, the Disney Junior dance mm-hmm. party, you got yep. the, you know, Lightning McQueen thing, yep. but there's so many height requirements right. in, I mean, even in Toy Story Land. I mean, yep. gosh, does Alien, Alien Spoiler Saucers like even has one? Inches, I mean, I it's a small one. It's a right. short one, but still, you I mean, there's, there's requirements. So. If your kids are 38 inches or higher, they're in good shape. If they're 40 inches, they're, they're going to get on they're everything. Golden. If they're 44, they're golden. I mean, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think. Yeah. There's only what so. one, I think that's, well, a rock and roller coaster is 48. I think that's. Something like that. Or 52. No, it's 48. There's no, there's no 52. I know there's no 52. Yeah, 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 yeah. 48. So, yeah, 48. Jen, when's your next trip down to Disney World? When will you see the gates of Epcot once again? Not till December this time. Oh, wow. I know. I've got to wait like six weeks. Wow, that's wow. crazy. It is. Gosh, it is about... It's about seven weeks away. Seven it? weeks. Seven, seven weeks. weeks away. Yeah. Um, I will hopefully get to see uh, Epcot or the parks uh, the early November. I'll be going down for a conference. Not nice. really to yep. travel. Uh, I'm going down for a conference and we'll spend probably one day in the park and I haven't picked the park mm-hmm. yet, which I got to get my park reservation on uh, at some point very, very soon. So, um, so yeah, we would love to help you guys out as well. If you're like, you know what? I want to go to this Epcot. This Epcot seems yeah. awesome. I love Epcot. Oh, or all the other parks. Or maybe you're like, you know what? I'll show Jen and Dave. I'll go to all the other parks and forget Epcot. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what? We'll send you to. We'll send you, you can find us, of course, at info at uponastartravel.com. We would love to help you. That goes to Jen's inbox. And Jen's like, you know what? Which who's which agent is going to give this the best? Or maybe I'll just handle it. That's the way Jen does it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'd love to help you out as well. Of course, find us at the MSE Podcast. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. And find us on Facebook and all the type places. Mm-hmm. Jen, where can people find you? At Upon the Star Jen. And my personal Instagram is um, at Jen underscore Novotny. Perfect. Find me at the MSE podcast. I'm not the MSE podcast. No, you're not. Uh, I'm part of the MSE podcast and you can find me there, but you can also find me at the magic on a dollar on Instagram. Find me on Facebook at magic on a dollar and Disney on a dollar. And of course I would love to connect with you. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to take requests and just chat. I have people just reach out to me and be like, you know, I saw your picture of uh, living with the land. I love living with the land. And I have a five minute conversation with somebody that has nothing to do with booking a trip. It's just, you love living with the land or the snooze cruise as uh, uh, some of the, the, the dorkier people that we know call it. So that is the, uh, that is the MSC podcast, major electrical podcast for this week. Uh, join us next week. And uh, Jen for Jen, I'm Dave. And Hey, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Happy birthday, Epcot. Thank you for listening to the main street electrical podcast. 
You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.